Great day to you all, and welcome to the X Factors to Success podcast show. I am your host, Ruggiero Fratarcangeli, also known as the G-Man. And welcome, welcome, everyone. As you all know, I always attempt to bring awesome guests to the show. And I'd like to first uh, remind everyone that the show consists of the X Factors, five X Factors, fate, family and friends, fitness, finance, and fun. And today's guest, she's bringing so much energy. She's also um, releasing a special uh, announcement very shortly. So we have the lovely Sean Jochala. She is an author, coach, and a Jack Canfield Success Principles trainer. Sean is the creator of the lifestyle brand, Facets of Living, which is a platform to support total well-being for everyone. She's also owns and operates a line handling company in Baltimore, Maryland, which her father began in 2000. It is an honor for Sean to carry out his legacy. Her purpose is to help you uncover those facets and polish them to a brilliance that radiates all your inner beauty. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our guest, Sean Chiochala. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing, Sean? I'm doing great. Awesome. How about you? I am doing better than great. That's my response. <laughs> I, I First of all, I appreciate you taking your time and your busy schedule to come on the show and uh, share with us your experience, your, your your life's journey, and your X factors to your success. And I know that mm-hmm. uh, you and I uh, connected a couple of years ago on a very common uh, mentor, trainer, Jack Canfield. And, yes. And uh, it was a pleasure to have met you there. And now here we go, two years later, you're on my show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. That's right. A lot has changed, hasn't it? Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more on your background? I gave a little short uh, overview. What else can you tell us about uh, who you are? Sure. You know, I have enjoyed um, a lot of different career changes over the years. I always felt that there was something more. Always. There had to be something more, had to be something more. So I was always looking. And I've enjoyed lots of different career changes, always looking for what brought me success, what brought me happiness and things like that. So I have varied background. I was in the corporate world. I've done, I've been in the hair business, the health and wellness business. I even did some direct sales for a while, but it all brought me to where I am now, uh, being, being an author and a speaker and a coach. And um, so it's been a great journey and I got lots of stories, lots of experience, <laughs> met many people from all different walks of life, which all adds to yeah. where I am now. Awesome. It's all part of the journey. Beautiful. Thank you for, for that. So, uh, so sure. I, I'm looking forward to get more, know about you also. I know you have some, some, uh, announcement to make later on on the show, but uh, I always start off with my guests to ask that question because it's in alignment with the X factors to success. So henceforth, mm-hmm. how do you definition, what's your definition of, uh, of success since your journey has been wild and, and now it's taking you to this, uh, crossroads. Right. My definition of success is happiness. I think when you wake up every day and you know you're in a good place, you know you did your best, and everything's, you know, it's working out. Could things be better? Sure. Do you always want to do a little better or get a little more, be more, do more, have more? Absolutely you do. But when you wake up knowing that you did your best every day and that everything you did, um, good, bad, or indifferent got you to where you are, that to me is success, is to be happy and to really appreciate and be grateful for what's in your heart. I like that. Happiness, appreciate, to be grateful. So what's continuing 
Sean, to be motivated in what you're doing right now? You know what motivates me? The fact that I can do better. <laughs> wow. I think we all can do better every single day. And it doesn't have to be big, giant things. It's just, you know, it's that little step, little step, little step each day to do more, to accomplish maybe more, maybe be a little kinder, maybe be a little more aware, whatever that is for you, whatever it looks like on any given day. To me, that's what, what motivates me. The fact that I know I can still continue to improve and be a better person. Yeah, I like to associate that with the compound effect. There's a book by uh, Darren Hardy that I always recommend people. It's that make that one mm -hmm. little difference today that will compound in the next day, yes. week, and month. You know, again, the exactly. uh, is it the uh, Harvard study or the London study shows that the, a habit is changed over a period of 60 to 66 days, mm -hmm. and then you shift. So if you're able to make an improvement to your goals and, and to be kind and to do better, you'll make a shift, yes. a transformational shift. I like that. Yes, absolutely. So you mentioned- You may not feel like it in the beginning, but it actually, it, it comes. It definitely comes without question. Well. It's great. So, um, lately, what are you most grateful for? Hmm. Um, you know what? Lately, I'm most grateful for my journal that's coming out. Ah, I was waiting for that. <laughs> there oh, it is. Okay. There it is. So, ladies and gentlemen, listen um, to this here. This I'm is really a grateful. It's great. a long time coming. I wrote it actually the summer after we met, but after we did that uh, week training with Jack Canfield okay. in Philadelphia. Yeah. I actually wrote the journal that summer and um, just put it aside. You know, it was one of those things that was done. I wanted to get it published and uh, was looking around, you know, a different way. You know how the publishing industry has changed. There's self-publishing, there's this, there's that. And um, just didn't do anything about it until I went back to BTS this summer. Oh, you did? Okay. I did. I was, I was at, uh, with Jack and, um, Arizona this summer in August. And when I came home, I said, what am I doing? Why am I sitting on this? Oh. So I pulled it out and went right to work on it. Wow. And just th those of us who are listening to the show, folks, BTS stands for Breakthrough to Success. It's one of Jack right. uh, Canfield's uh, five-day seminar, which is totally fantastic. If you had an opportunity to uh, uh, be at his presence, go through this training, it's fantastic. So, Sean, this gave you that motivational factor to really now spearhead. You set this this journal on the on the bookshelf for a while and came back. And so, can tell the audience when is it going to be? So, uh, obviously, this is a a, uh, a recorded podcast, but when is the actual launch date of this journal? The launch date is Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. on February 12th on Amazon. That's when it will be available. Okay, so to hear that, folks, and then when you'll be listening to this before and after, you go into Amazon, and the exact title is "Facets of Living: A Daily Journal." Woohoo! Now, I I was privileged to get a, an advanced copy. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> I love it, and I I, I love the um, the creativity here, and I love what what you have here. Tell us more about this 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 facet of uh, of living. Give us more insight what this journey, this journal can do for me, can do for those folks who are listening. Well, earlier we mentioned about the compound effect yeah. and that little bit more each day. Um, to me, you know, every morning when we wake up, we get a clean slate. That's how I feel. Yes. And how we begin our day sets us up for success or failure. 
It can make the difference in having a great day or having an okay day. So for me, and it has made the biggest difference in my life is to get up first thing every single morning. The very first thing is to meditate. Okay. Sometimes I meditate for five minutes. Sometimes I meditate for 20. Depends on how I feel and how much time I have that day. Yes. And then the very next thing I do is pull out a journal and a pen and I write. And it's always different. Some days I make a to-do list. Some days I make a list of things I um, would like to have. And other days I make a list of some things that I'd like to release. You know, like if you've got some anxiety over something, if you're worried about something. And to me, to write that down and say, okay, here you go. God, universe, whatever you want to say, right. take care of it. Take it because I, I don't want to worry about it. You work it out. Mm -hmm. And it just... Um, I think, it, I think it makes a big difference. So anyway, to me, to set my day up for success is the meditation and the journaling. Now, has, this, has this habit been, has this habit been of one of your habits uh, recently or over time? How did you, how did you get well, to? I started this, I would say back in 2014. Okay. And you know, in the beginning, I wasn't always great at it. I would do it for a week or two and then take it back up in two months, you know, or right. do it for two or three months and then not do it for four weeks or whatever. Um, but I noticed when I do it, I am happier, I am calmer, and things work out better. Hmm. When I don't do it, I start getting frustrated and, you know, a little irritated and impatient with things. So it has made a huge, huge difference in my life. So I see that uh, in your journal there, mindful mantras. Now, part of your meditation, do you prepare a mantra? Share with us, what can a mantra do for us? Uh, what does it do for us, our subconscious and conscious mind? Mantra to me really helps with self-confidence and knowing your self-worth. You know, those thoughts that run through our head <laughs> aren't always serving us. But the great news is we have the power to change our thoughts. So when a negative thought comes to mind, you can say, hey, cancel that one and think of something that you prefer. That's what a mantra is to me, an affirmation, kind of the same thing. You know, okay. if something, if I got something going on or if um, maybe have a negative conversation with someone, you know, you can change those thoughts. You can say, I'm not going to let this get to me. You know, um, you can protect yourself. You know, I am always safe and protected. If you're going into a situation where there's some fear, whatever you say makes a huge mm. difference. And that is why a mantra on a daily basis, maybe you're having some tough, a tough time. You say, you know what? I can get through this day and I'm going to do it. So Sean, I'm, I'm strong. So Sean, is it putting a, uh, like a shield around you or uh, a, a, uh a blanket around you that will protect you from the negative vibration out there? You know, I do that too. I'd have to tell you something. Um, I live with my mom. She's 86. And every day when I, or when I leave the house, God bless her. I thank you. I picture four angels on all four corners of the roof. Wow. I picture four angels on all four corners of my car. Yes, I do. I love it. I know that we have a, a common thing here. I, I carry a uh, a guardian angel token in my pocket at all times. Yeah. And uh, about, say about 2013, 2014, I really got into the angels. 
And those of us like Homer Angels, okay, now. <laughs> but seriously, um, what was her name? Uh, I uh, went to a doc, Dr. Wayne Dyer's Can Do It conference in Manhattan back in 2013. Her wow. name is Doreen Virtue. She's a um, yes. great author about angels, Angel Michael, Angel Raphael, and Gabrielle. Now, you just sparked a, an idea, those four angels. Is that where you got your inspiration from? And how did you get that inspiration, understanding the, the power of angels? Because many of us out there may not know that we have our own angels. You know what? I'm going to tell you a story. When I was about 20 years old, my grandmother had a cousin who was a nun, and my mother had her over for dinner. And during the course of the conversation, she said something about her guardian angel. And she said the guardian angel's name. I looked at her and I said, how do you know your guardian angel's name? <laughs> and she said, you ask. And I said, well, when do you ask? She said, every night before you fall asleep, I want you to ask him or her to please tell you their name. So every night for seven nights, I went to sleep and I asked my guardian angel to please tell me your name. And every morning I woke up and there was nothing. Oh. On the seventh morning, I woke up and I said to myself, huh, Michael still didn't tell me his name. And I went, whoa. whoa. <laughs> whoa. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so I've always known that Michael is my guardian angel. That's awesome. Well, I have to share with you mine, Michael is as well, Michelangelo. You know, you know, in my yes. last in my oh. in my last name is Fratarcangeli, right? It means brothers yes. of the archangel, brother of the archangel. And I always think that something spiritual on angel that's guiding me in my journey of life uh, as Absolutely. of today. So, I like the fact that you talk about gratitude. You talk about uh, again every day. Uh, it's a, a make it a better day and create happiness in your in this journal that you're launching off on the 12th of February at 10 a.m. on Amazon. You talk about uh, mindful mantra, action list. Talk about how do you take actions? What, what are certain things that you can share with, with the audience as far as what will propel me in the morning, afternoon, at night? How do I how do I go about it to taking those actions? What are the things that you that, that you also instruct and teach your your clients? I um, encourage people to make a list of your goals. Okay. And you know, and um, there's different areas. You know, we can have goals for our health. We can have goals for our relationships, our finances, um, and we can have goals for um, business, um, legacy, fun, travel. We can have goals for so many different mm. things. And then you have to boil it down to, okay, what are the most important goals? Pick maybe two or three. And what can I do today to get me closer to that goal? So I encourage people now write down, you have these three goals here. Yeah. Maybe somebody wants to get healthier this year. That's a common one, yeah. uh, especially at the beginning of the year. <laughs> what happens to those resolutions? <laughs> that's right. There you go. Hey, that's where those affirmations come in and those mantras, right? Okay. Um, and this whole self-care thing, because there's a section for that in, in the journal, you'll see daily. Um, but what I tell people to do is to pick a couple of goals and then write down what's going to get me closer. Maybe if I make some extra phone calls today, maybe I need to drink water today. Maybe I need to walk an extra mile, whatever it is that's going to get you to those goals. That's what the five things I want you to write on your to-do list. Okay. I like that. So folks, you hear that? Are you writing your goals? You can't just say them and put them in your in top of your head. You have to be written. And one of the things also I, uh, instruct in my workshops, we do a, uh, a goal setting workshop and we have pick 10 and then from 10 
go to five, and five go to three. And what's the number one goal that you make a difference at? If you take one major goal and apply it every day, one, it's like laser focus, right? And then make yes. that shift. And you'll see yes. over a period of time, it could be two weeks, a month, or two months, but you'll see a change in there. So I like the fact that you, if you're creating the habit and your, your journal here, as I look through it, does have a roadmap. So it's pretty simple, but yet uh, it's structured here. It's structured. It is. Do you know what? It's um, I wanted to share this with you. It yes. was it was a wonderful compliment. My um, the person who did all the artwork and actually put the journal together for me yeah. said to me, Sean, I can't wait to buy this. And I said, really? And she said, I'm not just going to get one for myself. I'm going to get one for my husband. She said, I have created many journals. She said, and I love yours because it's not overwhelming. It's not going to take me an hour every morning. It's something that I can do within a reasonable amount of time and still work on my goals, work on myself and get it done. I love it. And I could see that. And if you would say to someone, hey, follow this, this journal here, how much time would you say you have to allocate? In general, I know it could be different for many people. What would you say? You know what? I would tell people to take anywhere from 10 to 30 minutes in the morning. Okay. And best I mean, if you 10, wanted to, you could get done in 10 minutes. And if you want to really sit there, and like you said, there's that focus thing, right? Mm. There's that focus thing. Let's, okay, we're not going to rush through this this morning. We're going to sit here. And we're really going to think about this. What do we really want? What do we really need today? What do we really need to focus on today? Mm. You know, maybe somebody one day is all they can think of is that laundry is now climbing up the walls. <laughs> I have to go off. shopping. I have to go to my kids' and there's events. Yeah, no yeah. food in the house. Right. You know, there's things like that. And do you need to do, take care of that? Yes, you do. But you can still do something to get you closer to those goals. I like to recognize the fact to everyone, even in my training, we have 168 hours in a week. That's 24 hours okay. times seven. Can you invest in yourself 10, 15, 30 minutes a day? Absolutely. What percentage of that time is a total time of your day to make to become a better version of yourself? And this is what you're saying, and I, I, I see that now. Here's the flip side. Sean, I have no time. I have no time. You have no, right. you have no idea. I have no. I get up off the bed. I got to take the kids, prepare lunch for, for the kids, and take them to school. How do you answer that? I mean, there's people also ask me, "Hey, hey Rogero, hey G, you know, I got no time for this stuff." Right. I say, um, you have no time not to do it oh. because it <laughs> truly changes your life. If you are so stressed and you, you have so much on your plate. That you cannot take time for yourself, 10 minutes, 20 minutes every morning. That is a problem because the best thing you will ever work on is you. Hmm. When you work on yourself, when you get rid of the muck and all the other junk that we've collected over the years and hmm. get down to the basics and see that self-worth hmm. and know that we all have gifts to share. You can not, not take the time. You have to take that time. We have to know that the rest of our life can be the best of our life. We have to believe that, that the best is yet to come. And we get a choice. And we also have inside of us already 
whatever it takes yeah. to make that. We so. were born with certain talents and gifts and skills, and it's up to we us are. to give back to the universe, give back to the community, give back to the world that what we have given. Now, with all the crap that goes on, all the crap on social media and on, on, in the news and the TV, we get bombarded, Sean. I see it also as well. You're saying that if we able to focus our attention and have a a structure, a process like the facets of living on your journal here, get right. some clarity, clarity of of, yes. of of direction. Now, mm-hmm. how about tying in with purpose? This is what I'm getting at because many of us we think we know what we need to do, but we don't know. It's a cloud. Can you talk about about purpose? Fulfilling a purpose, having clarity of purpose. Yes. I have some people that say, well, I don't know what I want. Well, then start with what you 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 don't want. If you don't know what you do want, start with what you don't want. Let's see. We don't want to be sick, right? Right. We don't want to be unhealthy. We don't want to be broke. Right. We don't want to be lonely. We don't want to be sad. So what is the opposite? Uh, here's the thing. You know what? It's like, I, I think of what... Um, Jack Canfield shared with us the idea for Chicken Soup for the Soul, mm. which is a billion-dollar brand. It's amazing. Came during meditation. So tell me you don't have time to meditate. Mm. We have to take care of us because nobody else is going to do it. Mm. We do. We should be our priority. And you know, when you make yourself the priority you automatically include your family. It, it flows over to your family, to your loved ones, to your friends, to your social circle, to your business associates. Sure, sure. It does. So I uh, associate that with my platform, the X Factors to Success, the circle of Fs. You have the fate, family and friends, fitness, yes. broken down to physical fitness, how you treat your body, the food that we eat, how we nourish ourselves, and the spiritual fitness, uh, the finance, getting having our, our balance and our proper finances in order for us to live in this Western world, and fun. We have to create, so be social time, have fun with the, uh, with our family, our friends, and, and be healthy in, in that state there. So when you look at your journey, can you share with us a mistake that you experience or mistake or failure i hate to use the word failure but um what what did you what did you learn from if you could share with us one particular you know event in your life that mm-hmm. shifted your thinking mm-hmm. now someone's listened to the show well he he or she's 20 20 years old 22 goes well i don't have all the experience that you have can you give us some insight of your your uh journey of tribulations that you came across to that you learned from you know what? We all make mistakes. I'm sure I made more than my share. But I tell people that I feel that at the time I made the best decision with the knowledge I had then. Hmm. So we can't hold on to those mistakes. We have to let them go. They were a learning experience. But I will tell you, I think my biggest lesson when it comes to mistakes Whenever I did not listen to my intuition. Intuition, there's that word again. I didn't listen to that little voice that said whatever Uh is what I regret the most. Okay. 
that's what I regret the most. When you get that gut feeling mm. about a situation yeah, yeah. or someone, or there's this little voice that says, hmm, <laughs> warning, warning, right. you know. And whenever I ignored that, um, it is when it cost me. So follow your intuition. Listen to that little voice. It's there for a reason. It's there to protect you. So, Sean, if I begin to meditate, which I do, and I do my five minutes or 15 or 20, depending right. on my, my time, but at least I put in some time in it, mm-hmm. would you say I have more clarity of my intuition? Does that bring more in mindfulness? Absolutely. Absolutely. Much more mindfulness. Yes. You know, praying is asking, but meditation is listening. Ah, I love that. Meditation is sitting there and clearing your mind and say, okay, come on, give me the answers. <laughs> and they come. They may not come in that moment, but they come. The answers show up. And yes, I do believe that meditation strengthens our intuition. Definitely. I'll share with you in the audience one thing that I just experienced back in December. I spent one week at the monastery, at a monastery mm-hmm. with the monks, a uh, whole week. And there were 46 monks at this uh, uh, abbey. And what I learned, you hit the nail on the head. I began to listen to silence. I began to listen to the voice within. Yes. I began to acknowledge the time that goes by. But when you start being mindful of that heartbeat and your breath, it brings life to a whole new meeting. It took me like the third day to really get myself calm, cool, in a, in a trance. And I start listening to, to the outside world, walking through the park, walking through the trees into the valley. Listen to trees. Some of you might think, listening to trees? Yes. When was the last time? You listen to trees on birds right. around you. It's just amazing. There's harmony and music all around us. And um, for me, silence now is becoming a wonderful gift of acknowledgement and being mindful of that. You know, my yes. prayers are, are in line, but being in silence speaks louder than words. So Yes, it does. You're, yes. You're sharing. Silence is a gift, isn't it? Because all the noise from the world, the TV's on, the news is on, there's people everywhere, and and it's just so <laughs> much going on. It really is. It's just noise, you know? It's Sometimes it's just mindless chatter, and it's just there. It's a distraction. So we have it's to filter. Yeah, we have to filter that out, right, Sean? We have to know how to we filter, have to that, filter out. that out. Awesome. Yeah, get rid of that stuff. So, Sean... I love where this is going. You are sharing some great insights, and I uh, hope folks out there who are listening up right now, if you're in your car, you're sitting down in your office, you're, you're doing a workout in the morning, and you listen to Sean here, and uh, you're thinking about your own experience, well, folks, this is reality. That's why I'm bringing all these different guests on the show, because we all bring a different twist to uh, to our experience and sharing. So, Sean, uh, I'm sure you have some role models hmm. in your in your journey of life. And they change also as well. They change with me. But would you share with us maybe your top three role models in your life's journey, maybe in the past or current? Well, definitely Jack Canfield is one of mine as well okay. um, because he's living proof. He's the real deal. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's accessible to all of us. Sweet and guy. He, mm-hmm. he shares from the heart. I mean, everything. There's no holding back. So I love that about him. Um, I think also... Um, my dad was a huge role model for me because he was a um, hardworking man. He loved his family. He loved his faith. And you know what? My dad taught me so much, but he taught me one thing. He actually lived what he believed. 
he never said a bad word about anybody. Wow. And he never held any grudges. Um, and he was all forgiving. And um, I used to sometimes think, I, I would even ask him sometimes, <laughs> say, how can I, you know, how I can know. You, Especially for an, an I guess an Italian an Italian tradition. How yeah. can you? How can you? Uh, how can you? How can you just say, oh well? Because sometimes we would have discussions, and I, and, you know, about something that happened that someone did that was terrible, and he would shrug his shoulders and say, "What are you going to do? Oh. You can't change them. They did what they did. You can't let it bother you." Well, we need, well, we need more people like your dad in this uh, in this universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Forgiveness, that's key. Forgiving, key. give forgiveness. It is key. And you know what? I like um, all stories. One of my favorite books, one of my top three favorite bro- books, is a book called Three Feet from Gold by Sharon Lecter. Have oh, you ever read it? Yeah, of course. Yes, indeed. That's an extract of the Think and Grow Rich, right? Chapter, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Think and Grow Rich. Yeah, because um. It's a book full of stories of people who overcame and went on to do great things with their lives. And these were all people who were told, you'll never be anything, you'll never do anything, you'll never have money, you'll never go anywhere, you're dumb, or, you know, whatever it was. And I love that book. And I think all the people in that book that overcame those kind of odds um, are role models to me. So share what I like Scarlett O'Hara, too. Okay. Miss Scarlett said, you know what? Uh-huh. I'm not going to let this bother me. I'll think about it tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. Okay, here you go. Let it go. Let it go, right? Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Like the, uh, what was the movie, the Disney movie? Let it go. Right? Oh, yeah, Frozen. Frozen. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I Let remember, it go. I have four children of my own. I know that my, my daughter, I watched Frozen when it first came out years ago. It was like mm-hmm. over and over and over. Let it go. <laughs> but there's a message there. There do, is a message. Do not keep it inside you. You have to let it go. Otherwise, it fests inside our, our, our hearts and soul and how behavior will become bitter. And you have any other books that uh, you want to share with us that you uh, uh, re- recommend yes. up there? Sure. I have two other books. Um, there was a book that I read years ago, also by Napoleon Hill. It was called Outwitting the Devil. Oh, yeah. Tell us it's more about that. It's a Napoleon Hill book. Okay. I read remember reading outwitting the devil and i could not put it down i just couldn't put it down i didn't want to go to sleep i didn't want to eat i just wanted to finish this book (laughs) and i recommended it to a friend of mine one day and she called me up and it was nine o'clock at night and she said i want you to know that i am still in my pajamas from last night because I cannot put this book down. Isn't that amazing? And I did not get dressed today. <laughs> All I have done is read and make a cup of tea and grab something to eat. It is an amazing book. It is Napoleon Hill having an interview with the devil. Hmm. And he got to ask the devil anything he wanted, and the agreement was the devil could not lie. I don't hmm. remember what the agreement yeah, was. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I read it, but mm-hmm. the devil could you had to tell the truth. It's like also facing our own self. Sometimes we, we're afraid the fear of facing ourselves. We put it to the side, put it to the side. What happens? You start putting everything under the rugs, under the rugs, right? And it kind of piles up. These are these are great uh, great books that uh, gives us some insight. And amazing how if a good book is resonating with you, you can't put yes. it down. You yeah. cannot put it down. It's totally, totally amazing. So... So, uh, Sean, you have also, I believe you also co-wrote a book, right? You want to share with us? 
I did. I wrote, co-authored a book okay. called Women Who Inspire. That came out in September of 2017. It's 20 stories okay. of people who have overcome things, certain women in their journey of, of um, something that happened in their lives that made them the person they are today. And it's a great book. It hit number one on Amazon on right. launch day. All right. And um, thank you. And um, it's it's wonderful because, you know, um, when you write books and share your stories, it opens doors. Hmm. So is there a uh, – so besides now, you have February 12th. For those of you listening right now, on the 12th, you have this uh, Facet of Living, which is launching off 10 a.m., right? Okay. Yes. Is there any other Breakthrough Girl that you are planning for 2019? So how are you – integrating this this journal into your other work that you're doing well i'm going to release another book in the spring um again oh, wow. i wrote a book that summer when i did the journal and again i sat on it not knowing how to publish it if i wanted to self-publish if i wanted to hire somebody right and i actually spoke to jack about it when i was in arizona this summer and um, he said sean you cannot sit on that you must get that out there it's such a huge chop topic in this world today and it is all that i learned uh living with elderly parents mm. uh you know i live with my dad and um we were together all the time i'm so grateful for all of that but i learned a lot you know my dad wasn't uh, necessarily sick but he was in his 90s so you know he was slowing down he never not mentally which i'm very grateful well. for but um you know he he had arthritis in his hands and in his knee and it was hard for him to get up and down the steps so he needed help so my dad and i spent a ton of time together and i write all about that the guide is going to be um tips from a to z okay and it's not just tips for what to do and how to handle it like medications pharmacists when you go to the hospital when you have to go to therapy all these things but it's also self-care tips Mm. because you do at times when you're with someone who needs you um you forget all about you huh. you do and you can't pour from an empty cup so you have to remember to i like that you can't you can't you can't pour in an empty cup i i i love that i love that you have to remember to walk outside and take a deep breath and let it go and let me tell you something Meditation during the times when my father was ill mm -hmm. is what got me through. Wow. Meditation. Well, I folks, give all the credit to God and meditation. I believe. Beautiful. I mean, see, folks, you hear that? Uh, it's a common theme here. There's a, the, the, uh, the benefit of meditating and spending time in silence to get you more clear, concise, and purposeful in your daily life's journey. And so your dad yes. has, uh, has a legacy, and, and you continue on the legacy of, of your dad. I can see, uh, I, I mean, uh, you and I right now are going through this Zoom call right now, but uh, you're, you're glowing with, uh, with, with greatness and appreciation, uh, Sean. And I know that, uh, that, that he's, he's here. I, I can just feel his energy right now. And the, uh, like you said, the he's angels, he's, 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 one of, he's one of your angels uh, yes. looking over you. So that's awesome. Good story. I, I appreciate you sharing this, uh, these, these close stories that uh, mean a lot to you in, in, your, in your teachings and in, in, your, in your work that you're doing uh, out there and making a difference, uh, Sean. So I know we have a few more questions before we wrap up this, uh, this podcast, Sean. Again, I want to thank you so much for being so uh, upfront and sincere and loving, uh, Sean. 
I'd like to ask you the the following. If um, this is a question I ask this to every guest, and it has been asked to me years ago. If you were conducting this interview, this podcast, what one question would you ask yourself? It's a powerful question. I always dwell on that, and it's a question I I have a, a challenge with. What question would you ask yourself? Question I would ask me is what is your one tip? If you could only give one, what would that be? And I'm going to tell you, that is to take 100% responsibility for your life, for where you are, right, and where you're going. It's not up to anyone else, and it's no one else's fault. We are where we are by the choices that we have made, and we have the power to make it better at any given moment. So take 100% responsibility. That's a key principle that's everyone in the world of personal development that makes it a point that to be focused on. Because if we don't take responsibility of the decisions that we make and how we re- react to, those outcomes will reflect upon how we behave, how we think, our principles and values. So I am totally in agreement with your um, with that question to be asking yourself. That's awesome. Thank you for first. Uh, sharing that with us and, and, and to our audience. So, so wow, so much time has gone by so fast. It's amazing how uh, when you're in, in synchronization, let's just say, Sean, 150 years from now, and uh, all the books that you've written, the journals and the uh, co-authoring and the essays and everything else, let's say those things disappear. Okay. All right? And... Okay. What legacy or imprint that you want to leave behind that will make a difference in future generations to come? You know, I'm going to go back to Women Who Inspired. The title of my chapter in there is It Is In Giving That We Receive. It Is In Giving That We Receive. Okay. That's what I want my Okay. And that's what I want it to be. I want to give, to serve, to give of, to, whether it's support, whether it's to shine my light, to give other people permission to shine theirs, okay. whether it's sharing the steps to do better, be better in any area of your life, and to know that you have whatever it takes. I want people to say, you know what? She was right. Mm. She was right. I, I didn't have to be stuck, and I could change, and I could make a difference, and I could do better. I love that's it. That's what I would like. Not that I need you people to say that I'm right, and, that, and that's not what I mean. <laughs> okay, I no. Only, I don't. Gotcha. I mean it to say, wow, yes, that worked. Beautiful. It worked. Beautiful. It worked for her, and it worked for me, too. Awesome. You know, we need uh, we need more people like yourself that uh, uh, needs to... Uh, Think about not just for, but to give. Like you said, like when you give, it, it, it comes back to you with uh, just ten times over. That's part of, part of the universe, right? Uh, the law of reciprocity, the, yes. laws of, the law of cause and effect. Mm-hmm. You know, the law of attraction. We all heard about that back in ten, twelve years ago, <laughs> of the moving of the of the secret. But we have to put things into action. You have to be clear in your goals, 
visualize and act as if and, and, and really come from the soul. It comes straight from the soul, the loving soul to give to love. So, Sean, where can the audience find you? And I'll, I'll put this all in the show notes, but uh, where can we find you in, uh, so they can send you, uh, maybe contact you, email you, and so on and so forth? You can go to my website. It's www.facetsofliving.com. Okay. And you can also find me on Facebook at Facets of Living. Super duper. I'm sure, folks, you're going to capture that. I'll put those in the show notes for you so you're able to uh, go ahead and uh, contact Sean and uh, reach out to her. And, and uh, again, uh, how about that book, that journal again? When is it coming out? Tuesday, February 12th, 10 a.m. on Amazon. It's Facets of Living, a daily journal. It's 93 days in there. Okay. Yes, 93 days. And believe me, like you said, what, how many days does it take to create a habit? The 60, 30, yeah, yeah. You've got, or 60, yeah, depending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got 93 days here to create this habit. I love it. I love it, Sean. So uh, I know I, I have my copy here, so I'm going to make a make a, a change of habit now. So I'm going to apply it and... and uh, um, internalize it and uh we'll we'll touch base uh, offline on this here so so thank you so much so, so folks don't forget uh february 12th 10 a.m that's uh, 10 a.m is that east coast time east coast time yes 10 a.m east coast time on amazon okay so folks if you listen to this podcast after the the, uh, the 12th there it's gonna be on there so go ahead and uh, grab a copy and hurry up and uh, and then uh, also write some reviews uh show i'm sure she'll appreciate it also and some feedback and some Again, make it happen. She wants to. And also, what was the other book also? Uh, Women Who Inspire. That was the book that came out last year. My um, journal, my caregiving journal, isn't that far title-wise yet. So I will be sure to make an announcement that gets closer. So maybe in the future I can have you back on the show again. That would be awesome. Talk about beautiful. Any last comments or inspiring encouragements before we close and say farewell? Yeah, it's all yours. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about taking 100% responsibility yeah. where you are. We, I think we mentioned that the best project you'll ever work on is yourself. And um, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Take care of you. Take care of everything that has to be done for you. Take care of your meditation, your journaling, uh, your clarity. You know, it brings about being more authentic and living life from a different place. No, no. Be so strong that nothing anybody says or does to you can affect you or stop you or slow you down. Wow. Well, Sean, that is uh, so powerful and so deep into uh, what you're uh, sharing here today. So thank you so much for those inspiring encouragements. And for the audience out there, don't forget, uh, reach out to, uh, to Sean and rate review her uh, her journal uh grab a copy and uh tell uh, just tell her that you listen to the uh, x factors to success podcast show right yes, and and this show here folks share the show if you know someone who's in need and it could he- resonate with the words and the inspiration and insights of sean here uh maybe they need to hear this you know, sometimes there are certain guests that uh, can resonate to with and if uh, this can be one that you can share with your family and friends. Don't forget, rate, review, and, and share. The, the fact that my platform here, folks, is to bring guests that can inspire. It's just everyday folks. Not, sometimes you say, well, 
that individual, the Tony Robbins and the Gary Vaynerchuk and the Brian Tracy, maybe too hard to reach and so on and so forth. But this is Sean Churchill. She uh, has a great story to tell and she's uh, really uh, inspiring. And I look forward to uh, spending more time and knowing more about you. Uh. So, Sean, I want to thank you so much from deep down in my heart with total love and gratitude. You're a beautiful person inside and out. May God bless you and all the work that you do that you can inspire and empower others. So, Thank you so much. It is an honor to be here with you. I so appreciate you asking me to come on and share my story. And um, I look forward to working with you again. It'll be a pleasure. So, so folks, you've been listening to the X Factors to Success podcast show with Sean Chochala and Ruggiero Fratarcangeli, the G-man here. Stay tuned for uh, future guests on our show. And uh, again, once again, you could go to uh, www.xfactors2success. That is the number 2success.com. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, give us a shout out, uh, rate, review, and, uh, and like us on the, uh, uh, on the Facebook or anywhere that you find us. So once again, live with purpose, passion, and make a difference. Until next time, ciao.